honor you all. Giving us influence, uh, being on your podcast, you had to take something from the unseen and put it in the scene, both you and Miss Leslie. And so we would be remiss if we didn't take out this time to say thank you as well. And I was just telling a close buddy of mine, like less than 48 hours ago, we got training for everything. Where's the training when it comes to marriage? Mm. You b- Before you go in the military, there's 13 weeks of intense training from, you know, depending on what branch you go into. Uh, right. Before you get a certain job, there's training. But people missing this, and this is why I think your 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 topic on uh, winning in your marriage, man, this this is going to be real good because people need some tips, and they need some ways to do this thing called winning in marriage. Absolutely, man, I agree one hundred percent. And what what motivated that? And thank you, uh, Chris and Sherelle, we appreciate thank it. Thank you. Um, what motivated me, Chris, was I was thinking a few months ago. Um, you know, I've read books on how to win in business. I read books on how to win in finances. I even went, read books on how to win in sports. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to books on how to win in marriage, I'm sure they're out there, but I just haven't seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, marriage is an important uh, to me. It's an important relationship. I mean, it's God ordained, God, in, God inspired. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're, you're spot on, man, in terms of having this conversation. Uh, uh, about uh, marriage and, and a, a thought uh, or a phrase that I have that I think about is that you don't you don't succeed because of what you are, but rather what you're willing to become. Absolutely. Right. And and so when you think about this marriage, Chris and Sherelle, you know, what are some things that 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 your marriage is is allowing you or putting you in a position to become uh, as it relates to winning and being successful in the relationship? Yes, Oh, you're right in. You know, well, um, I, I seen your preview earlier, and I'm gonna just jump in that same boat with Miss Leslie. She talked about commitment, and one of the things that's near and dear in my heart, I'm sold out, so I don't look for a way out. And if you sold out, you know, you you don't look for a way out. You say right. whatever the issue is, we're going to find a way to get through it. Absolutely. And so, so a part of that commitment is being exposed to something better. So my mom and dad, biological mom and dad, was married for over 20 years, but only spent one year together. That was the first year. So the other 19 years, they were separated Mm -hmm. and, you know, just going on with life. And it really wasn't until I got connected where I'm like, hold up, exposure helps me with my commitment. Right. Because I'm looking at you all, and it was something I wrote down. Y'all been married 33 years. 33 yeah. years, been together, 35 You was holding that ladder. I got you. I know what you said yeah, about holding yeah, that yeah, ladder. Yeah, right, 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 right. You was going up there. Like, awesome. yeah, Come yeah. on, girl, fall into my arms tonight. <laughs> I like that on that level, but you know. Yes, he did. <laughs> but a part of that commitment is even yes. after you get married, you still yeah, got to yeah. hold one another's ladder. You can never let that ladder go. Come on, man. Mm. Come on, what man. Um... I would say like commitment is really an intentional uh, thing that you have to set your mind to be a part of, to be committed to your partner. When you did your vows to death do us part, sickness and health um, and uh, throughout everything, that was a moment where you vowed your life to your partner. And it has to be a continual uh, conscious conscious uh, process. process that you have to continue throughout your marriage in order for commitment to be commitment. Yeah, you yeah. know, because she, she hit a point, vows. I learned that people get up there, Miss Leslie, mm-hmm. 
and they confess their vows, mm -hmm. but they got a big vow in their back pocket that's known as a deal breaker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, right. they say, if you do this, I'm out. Mm -hmm. And the vows that you confess got to be bigger than the vows that you got in your back pocket. Mm -hmm. Because so, so I started rehearsing my response. What would be my deal breaker? And if she did it, could I get through it? Okay. Mm. Uh oh. We we talking about winning now. We talking about winning. Come on, come on, man. We gotta catch y'all. We we gotta catch y'all. And so I started to rehearse my response. Right. So right. even now when I do weddings, I got one coming up next Saturday. And uh -huh. what I do is I turn them around. I say, look at the great people that you invited. Mm -hmm. I said, now turn back around and face me. If you ever try to get out of it privately, I want you to invite everybody back. <laughs> See, no, no, don't because do they're this. there as a witness to what they're, you're saying. Right, right. That's yeah. the whole point of having people at the marriage, right? We just we we just talked about that. We did that. We 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 have you know the the minister there. Right, you're there. Right. I'm there. Right, and then we have a whole host of witnesses. That's why the people are invited, right. and those people technically are under obligation to hold us accountable Absolutely. to the vows that we are making. We're making those on, vows before, first of all, God, right? right? And then we're making those vows <laughs> before the man of God, right? And then we're making those vows to each other. But then we got a whole host of people back there that were making those vows before. And everybody in that auditorium should have a right to hold us accountable uh -oh. to what we are committing ourselves to. Come, Come on, on. I just want to just give it up. <laughs> Man, you fire her up, bro. You know, the young people say she snapped. <laughs> she snapped. Yeah, she did. She did. And you're right, man. And, and you know what, bro? I, I'm a snitch. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Nine one one is on speed dial for me. Yeah. Because my motto is somebody gonna make the call. If I see somebody in relationship and 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 and, and you trying to slide out. Do 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 do. Hello, nine one one. Yeah, yeah. They 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 said. He said, I'm making the call, bro. No, I'm no. no I, I've done that before. A guy yeah. was talking about getting out of his marriage, and he wouldn't listen to me. I called somebody else who he respected, and yeah. and when I call, and he the guy called said, you told on me. Yes. Yeah, I told on you. This is what family do. If you didn't yeah. listen to me, then maybe you need to be held to a higher level of authority for you yeah. to, because I'm telling you, that's a dead end right there. Right. And you don't know how bad that side is till you get over there. Yeah. So so, yeah. so one of the things you just talked about is accountability. So we, we agreed there's three men in my life mm -hmm. that if I get out of line, she can call them without talking to me right. to say, hey, hey, talk to him. Now, wait, 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 wait. You mean, uh, you know, I'm going to unpack this a little bit. Yeah. You you said that now you're a grown dog on man, right? I'm grown. My license, uh, my license, my, my driving license say I turned 43 three days ago, uh, four days ago. Okay. Oh, happy birthday. Right. You. So, so you're a grown dog, dog on man. You, you work a job, right? I, I got a job. And you're paying bills at your house, right? Pay the, the lights on, ain't they? And, I <laughs> and you look good in those lights, man. Y'all look good in the lights, right? And you got kids. Got kids. And your wife can snitch on you? Yes. What? Leslie, that's different for us, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you can snitch on me? Absolutely. I will. Uh, who, who's the snitch call for you? 
Pastor Dwayne? Say what? <laughs> oh, that must be that must be a good guy. Papa Wayne and Mama Lisa. Mama Lisa. Hey, <laughs> hey, that must be a good guy because that's one of my three. So yeah, what you know what I'm <laughs> wow. So I can't wait. I invited them to be on the show. He's going to be on the show. I'm going to say, hey, listen, uh, Pastor Dwayne, the, the word is out, man. You a snitch. <laughs> he a snitch receiver. You're a snitch receiver. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, a snitch receiver. Absolutely. So, so, so Sherelle, you, you can make phone calls on Chris and he's okay with that, right? Absolutely. He might call me a snitch, but absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sherelle, I heard that you're from the southern easternmost part of D.C. Yes, that's correct. You know how to hold it down. Absolutely. Yeah, but but that's good, though, Chris. You're saying accountability, accountability. piece. That's a key uh -huh. word. You're going to have to add that one. That's going to be number five. Uh, that's going to be number Accountability. Uh, my, my floor director says I need to add that as number five. <laughs> She don't understand that there's a typing and editing that goes before you. <laughs> but but the next group, I'm gonna make sure we're gonna add number five because because you can't have a discussion about marriage without accountability, right? Mm -hmm. Not if we're talking about winning in marriage. That's right. That's right. Because you know what? At the end of the day, yeah. or at the beginning of the day, mm -hmm. you know what you know, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I know what I know, mm -hmm. but we may not know together enough. Mm -hmm. to get through whatever the um, situation, crisis, right. whatever it is that right. a person may be dealing with at that time, right. we may not know enough to make it through. So you got to call some backup, someone that's on the outside that can give you, give you another side because you're looking at the situation from your side of the mountain. Right. I'm looking at the situation from my side of the mountain. Right. But we need somebody that can look that's at the top that can look down and see a whole view of the mountain. Right. Right. Absolutely. To help us through that situation. And accountability, Chris, and 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 help me with this. And I see accountability as, as, as two two places. There's accountability from the outside, accountability from the inside. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. There, there are promises, and I, I believe, I, I believe in marriages. Sometimes, just like we had the vow you mentioned earlier, you had the couple face the people and then turn around and face you. There are vows that we break to ourselves, or promises that we break to ourselves in terms of that internal accountability, right? And have you seen that? You know, as y'all are, you know, in, in relationship in terms of uh, interacting with other couples, where there are situations where couples are breaking what they said they were going to do to themselves. Does that make sense? Elaborate, elaborate a little bit more. Okay, so so if I say, okay, let's go back to the, the wedding day. I was smart enough to, to marry her, right? So I should be smart enough to listen to her. So we we make the, we make these vows. I promise. Some of them say to death do us part, mm. as an example. To me, that's a vow and that's an internal promise. I'm promising myself that regardless, as Dr. Dee says, high water, low water, no water at all, mm. I'm committed to this relationship. And the minute things don't look the way, I break that vow to myself. I told me that I wasn't going to leave her. Right? Now, let me just say this for everybody. See, you hear us talk wait, about- Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, yes, hold on, hold on. Yes, because I, I just don't, Miss Leslie, don't let me forget that point. But when you when you almost left her, how did you not pack no underwear? Because I see you. <laughs> How did you he didn't have me to pack it for him. <laughs> he, you can't go too far without no underwear, man. What were you doing? No, no, no. Hey, hey, man, look, I almost hit the mute button on you. I was close. <laughs> yeah. no, another time, Chris, let me just throw this in. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, yeah. Another time he tried to leave. He didn't have nowhere to go. 
So he took the car from the front of the house and drove around to behind the garage. <laughs> the headlights shining from behind the garage. And he sat there for a couple what? hours. Like, I didn't see him. <laughs> wow. He didn't know how to run away. No, I didn't know how to run away. <laughs> see, that's breaking that. That was breaking that. That was breaking that vow that yes. you're, you're talking about. Yes. And that's where that accountability has to come into play because Absolutely. accountability will make you realign. Absolutely. See, the one thing about a CPA and accountant, they have a running ledger. They keep an account of what's taking place and what's going on. Yes, sir. And Absolutely. so that ledger lets you know when you get out of line and if you've done something you shouldn't have done, okay, you got to come on back, bring things back into its proper perspective. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's good, man. And 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 that was right. So <laughs> I did, bro. I'm, I'm right. I'm leaving. You know, uh, parked the car behind the garage. wasn't smart enough to turn the headlights off. I wanted her to worry because <laughs> I had to turn because it was in the winter time. So I wasn't I wasn't going to sit out there and be cold. You know what I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm running away, but I can't sit in a cold car. <laughs> but uh, but you know what, man? It was it was. The number one commitment that I have, and that's to God. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. every time I those emotions, because it was emotional, I'm emotional, mm -hmm. right? I got emotional. I allow my emotions and my feelings, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, 33 years into it, I realized that my emotions, you know, it, they're just the way that I feel. They're not right or wrong. They're just feelings, mm -hmm. you, you know? But I can't live by my feelings, mm -hmm. Right. So what about that? What about allowing your emotions to dictate to you how you handle situations that come up? How 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 do you how do you work with that? Getting getting past allowing your emotions to to mm. guide you in making decisions that need to be made with your marriage. Yeah. For us, um, for a long time when Pastor Mike he taught a lesson about uh and he he made a statement about letting uh, your flesh die. Uh, am I saying the term right? So for us, it was like a daily dying of our flesh mm. uh, to allow us to properly be able to communicate and properly be able to be committed to each other. So it was mm. like not allowing our flesh to overtake. So our flesh being our emotions, I'm upset, so I'm going to react as opposed to being proactive to the situation. Um, it was always you know, we I had to say to myself and we would say, oh, I'm, I'm not letting flesh take over. I'm letting the flesh, I'm letting the flesh die, daily dying every single right. day mm -hmm. so that we can be successful in what we have committed in our life to do. And that commitment as we grew um, and years have come along, like that commitment became a little more difficult to stick with sometimes. And and as our family grew, that commitment became even more complicated. But every day it had, um, we had that internal saying and those words put before us saying, daily dying of your flesh. And the most important thing he said is we made this commitment to God. So because God is number one in our lives, we were able to say, okay, God, for you I live, for you I die. We're going to let our flesh die so that we can be committed to this relationship that we stood before the preacher and the pastor and vowed our lives to and be the example for others in our kids and our family that's around us. See, yeah, that's, see, that, uh, see, I don't, when you hear commitment, mm -hmm. 
commitment, when you're committed to something, it causes a ripple effect to something else. Yes. Mm. So if I'm committed, like, like I have a relationship with you all, that's a commitment. Mm-hmm. So that commitment may cause me to change how I do certain things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another seed that has to be changed because the wonderful thing about marriage, it'll force you to change. One of the hurtful, the, one of the difficult things about marriage, it'll force you to change. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, it, it's twofold, but that change will cause alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. Because now when I'm committed to something, I have to make adjustments along the way to keep that commitment. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, it, it, yeah, you said about um, in your relationship, in your marriage, you, you can't be selfish if you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I got to be, I, I believe Sherelle mentioned about um, the model to other people. Right. And and and, all, and sometimes I, I believe it in a relationship, I forget about the other people that's looking at me, mm-hmm. looking at it. Now, now, let me just and I always got to see the other side because people may see and hear this for the first time. They may not have the content when when, you know, make a statement like that is. Um, certainly, we're not moved by the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. However, there is, I believe, a certain level of accountability and responsibility mm-hmm. to the people that we know, love, and trust mm-hmm. as it relates to our relationship and what we display to them and also to the people that's coming up behind us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And part of that disclaimer are, is the fact that if someone is in a relationship where they're being abused physically, right, this, mm-hmm. this is not a conversation about staying. Right. right, so I just I just need to be clear because this goes out on everyone all around sees this and they say, oh no, that's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a healthy, loving, caring relationship. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a marriage, specifically a marriage that's is- that not so isolated, but but is defined by God and His Word. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're talking about. What's God we're talking about? We're talking about Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, not the man upstairs. Ooh. I don't live in apartment complexes, people above. <laughs> you know people say that, the man upstairs? No, that's no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you said out. that. Yeah, she say the man upstairs may move out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, I, I like I like that because if one thing can almost irk me mm. when people say a marriage is a contract. Mm. No, and they got the seeds misconstrued. Right. That ain't no contract. That's a co- that's a covenant. Yes, sir. And, and that's why we're seeing so many divorces at a high rate because they don't even understand the meaning of it from the get go. The foundation. If 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 he's the groom and we're the bride, mm-hmm. what we're supposed to do is emulate on earth his relationship with us. And Absolutely. that's what, that's what a covenant looks like. People should be able to say, man, what is it about y'all? Mm-hmm. And now when they have an interaction with the love of Christ, they can right. say, oh, I see the covenant up there, just like mm-hmm. the covenant right here. And mm-hmm. it should make them want what we have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, Absolutely. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good, man, because <clears throat> people are watching you anyways. Mm-hmm. Now, now, uh, when I say you, I mean, people watch. Like I do this sometimes on, on, on social media. I'll, I'll make a post on social media. And someone that I haven't heard from in month, weeks, Sundays, and I, <laughs> they'll comment or do a like. I'm like, oh, snap, I forgot I was even connected to you. <laughs> that means they're watching everything. Mm-hmm. 
and they're choosing to respond to some things. So people are watching. They're constantly watching. And, and, and you know, we're comfortable enough. And, and I know, Chris, you and Sherelle are comfortable enough to say, hey, you can watch me. You know? Yeah. I think it's beautiful when, when Sherelle said about the, um, um, the dying of flesh. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Chris came in and said the covenant. Because that's exactly what has to take place right. with a covenant. There is a dying to yourself mm-hmm. on uh, on a level that I mean, I mean, even the Bible says that that a marriage isn't something that's understood in God's eyes through a, a fleshly understanding, right. because the two become one. Right. right? Well, there is a form of dying to yourself and you're you're submerging as one right and that with that covenant you don't get out of that covenant alive like <laughs> even from god's standpoint when a covenant is made right you in that thing for life right, right? no you're right it, that to me that that shows me that there's a level of love. Now I'm, I, I always have to revert back to God because right. he's just he's he's always my example. Yeah, there's a level of love that God truly demonstrates to us, right? That mm-hmm. agape love, right? That, and I'm not trying to give nobody no out for walking in the flesh, okay? Because they'll try and twist what you're saying. They're gonna do it anyways. But <laughs> we can make a mistake. And the love of God is right there. We can make a mistake in the love we of God. Could, and the love of God is right there, not to ostracize us, not to kick us down, not to kick us to the curb, but to to all we have to do is turn to him. Right. I'm, I missed it this time, Lord. Mm-hmm. And his love will use that as an opportunity to teach us something, right? Right. To 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 okay, we acknowledge we were wrong, but then show us the right way to go about it. If right. that was something that we can do within the marriage, right, it would eliminate how many arguments, what, how many fights, right? Wait, wait, let me say this. Could... So, so the but Christians don't argue though. No, they have what. <laughs> Intense fellowship. Intense fellowship. Right, right. When I was in my car behind the garage, it was because of intense fellowship. <laughs> but 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 let, I, I don't want I don't want that to go over my head with what Leslie was just saying. Uh-huh. Uh, see, you gotta spend time with God to understand the love he has for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't spend time with him, you will minimize his love to what people love is. Right, mm. right, and and so that's why that time has to be spent because when you spend time with him, you'll know the moment you mess up, it, the love never stops. It's all you just gotta now pull on what's already available. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, but sir. if you don't, if you don't know, see, um, we've heard of troubleshooting before, <laughs> but but I got I got some rich anointing on me. I'm gonna switch that. This sound like something you would say. How about we shoot before the trouble come? Right, mm. <laughs> right. Right. Did that sound like something you would say? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. And, and you know, I'm gonna give you credit one time, and after that, no, I'm no hey, it was good. Well, I least, these three times. At least this is recorded, so they yeah, gonna right, know. Right. <laughs> okay, never mind. So Chris said, <laughs> "The love of God will yes, you because you gotta troubleshoot your marriage. Like anybody yes, who's working IT, yes. See, but but th- here's the issue: 
people troubleshoot when an issue come. Mm -hmm. You should shoot the trouble. That means you're already looking before something comes. Absolutely. Like that whole, um, the commitment, the communication part, I have like a 4T method with her that I try to really live by. Okay. Timing, tone, temperature, and touch. Mm. When she walk in the house with a bag full of groceries, even though I want to say something to her or have a discussion, that ain't the timing. Then I'm doing another running check. How's my tone? And she tell me, especially being from Georgia, I would talk with my hands a lot. She's like, oh, wait, who you hollering at? That's Southeast. <laughs> Don't let her be in quiet. Fool you now. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> but so, so she had to train me mm-hmm. to know how to converse and when to converse with her. That's a part of the change. That's a part of the commitment mm-hmm. to be trained. And a lot of people think that's a bad term, but it's not a bad term. And if we want to switch it up, we can, but you have to allow it. That means I'm so that's a form of submitting to her and right. she submitted to me. So could you say that that is a, a it, within that example, that, that that's a part of dying to self, um, oh, yeah. the way yeah. your thought processes is versus her sharing her, you know, the, the timing part. That's a that's a part of the dying to self. Absolutely. One percent. You said you said time. Tone, temper, temper, and touch, and touch. Okay, okay. Go ahead. So, what you got, babe? Uh, no, I don't have. It's just the follow up is she. The main thing she asked was about what what can we do? Uh, what can we say as a couple that that will basically keep us grounded? And that major thing is just the dying of the flesh daily. Um, learning when, basically learning when to say what, like he said, um, is this the best time to, uh, address an issue or is this how the best way to speak to you about different situations? Mm-hmm. I have to be submissive because in the moment I'm upset. I don't want to hear nothing from you. So right. I have to intentionally say, okay, calm down, talk calm get yourself together in the moment. It doesn't seem that easy as I'm the e- as easy as I'm saying it, but in the moment it's like a pulling and a, you know, stretching like, okay, stop. I need you to think. And I, I hear Holy spirit very well. And, and he's submissive to him in those moments in order for us, because I can either add gas to the fire or I can put water in and, and put it out. Yes. Like yesterday she sent me, I thought it was, it meant a lot to me. She um apologized, she like the wrong address or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she sent me a text saying, Hey, I apologize. I thought I changed the address. And I went to read it a second time, and my phone said, I'm sorry, your phone is frozen. You only get one chance to read. <laughs> 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 no, no I'm, I'm having I'm having fun, but she has made that more of um, <laughs> a habit, right. you know. Hey, if you're wrong, let's say we're wrong. You know, and that's what make it right. I heard a hard man say, Holy Spirit will let you look wrong, although you're right, so you can fix it later. Or you can fix it later. Yeah. Right, right. And we don't we don't think about fixing it later. A lot of times we think about, no, we're like babies sometimes. We want our way and we want our way like right now. Right now. And, and what we're doing is we're, there's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. We're pairing up something else trying to have our way. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich, I, um, uh, I was trying to make some popcorn lesson and I got greedy. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I and I burnt the popcorn. Uh. And and I heard I heard Holy Spirit say to me, He said, When you greedy, you affect everything else around you. Right. Right. And and then my kids came home. Now I burnt the popcorn like eleven thirty. I had the movie set to watch it at twelve PM before the kids get home. Right. The kids got home at like five o'clock. Dad, you burnt pop. And he said, not only you mess up the people around you in the bag, you mess up people coming behind you. Right. Oh, yeah. that, that thing don't stop right there and you can't right. count the cost. Right. So right. we have to be intentional. Does that make sense? It, it is. It is. You, you are probably trying to get all the kernels to pop. Every last one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Being greedy. Being greedy. Yeah, every last kernel. Yeah, man, I like that. Uh, and, I, and I put it up on on the screen. So now it's at forever permanent. This is Chris Brown and Sherelle. Time, tone, temper, touch, and troubleshoot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right? I like yeah. that troubleshoot, man, because, you, you know, in the profession and what I do in, in terms of business development is – there's always a training and testing, training and testing, training and testing. How do I know you have what I that I've educated you on is the fact that you can do it when I'm not there. Mm. And and troubleshooting comes in the way for me. Troubleshooting comes in the way of clearly identify instructions. Mm. Wow. The clearer the instructions are at the beginning, the less confusion there is at the end. Absolutely. You know, Terrell, you, you, you teach. You're a teacher, right? You ever had your kids misunderstand what you're teaching them? Yes, and I had to, back, had to go back and revamp what I was saying to uh, simplify it and and reteach it so that they understood or understood what was being what the point I was trying to make. And, and, and when they get your point, how does that make you feel as a teacher? I relieved, like okay, you got happy, because because and and, and now I'm 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 not a teacher. But I, I, I imagine that there's a there's a layer upon layer. You 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 build a foundation, then you start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good because um, all of this, you know, for those that are seeing this, um, you know, um, we're having a conversation this month on on how to win in your marriage. Um, I'm I'm really committed. My wife Leslie is committed. Today we you know we had the real Chris Brown. And his lovely wife, Sherelle, you know, of course, I, I'm leaving on social media when they when people see Chris Brown. They're like, he got Chris Brown on the show. <laughs> they going to come on just because I say the real Chris Brown. I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> got him. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people do that. I'll call yeah, them say, hey, look, baby, Chris Brown on the phone. Like, hey, Dad, you got Chris Brown. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. They got Chris Brown. <laughs> On the show, I'll be name dropping too. I'm a name drop. You know, I had Chris Brown on my show. Like, Chris, what? Yeah. yeah I <laughs> However, you understand that's a that's your perception. That's not what I. <laughs> but I uh, know for real, man. I appreciate you guys being on. I'm taking some time out today, you know, to share with us some of the, the tips uh, that you're using in your marriage. And, and I put it up on the screen: the time, tone, temper, touch, and, and troubleshoot. Having those con uh, type of conversations. But we got about a minute or two, Chris and Sherelle. Um, what would you like the people to know? Be intentional. Mm -hmm. This take you being intentional. And if you have to be intentional, it requires you and prompts you to think. Mm -hmm. And so if you're intentional and you're thinking, you reduce the chance of really making a mistake now because mm -hmm. of your intentionality. I'm intentional about her. 
And so it causes me to think and 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 I don't do what I want to do. I try to do more of what I need to do instead of what I want to do. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Anything, Sherelle, for, for the people? Um, you just said it all. Drop the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Drop the bomb. Time to go. And um, being led, like our pastor's teaching now, being led by Holy Spirit. I mean, I, I hear him when he tells me be quiet. <laughs> and being led to hearing what he's saying and applying and doing what he says. And in the time of those moments, in those moments where tensions are high, you're having that intense fellowship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mrs. Williams, would you, would you, some kind of tip for the people, um, for the fans? Uh, I, I just love what they said as far, as far as the, um, you know, uh, sacrifice in the flesh and, and the covenant, Absolutely. you know, that's, that's what a covenant is. And, you know, it's the sacrifice and there's some sacrificing you're going to have to make right. and do, you know, and it's, it's a daily dying to the flesh, you know, and, right. you know, looking what, what does that mean to have a daily dying to the flesh for the betterment of your union, but for the betterment of yourself and growing and developing as a person. I mean, in marriage, we're already supposed to come together with a level of maturity, Absolutely. right? That's why you get married when you're an adult, <laughs> <laughs> right? So right. Um, I, I like what they said about, you know, the, the self-sacrifice and, and, and the com uh, covenant with God. It's not a, co it's not a contract. It's, it's a, a covenant. covenant. Absolutely. Well, exciting. Thank you so much again, uh, Chris and Sherelle. Um, thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in for another episode on, on the Motivate Podcast Show. On the Motivate Podcast Show, we always say less, but we definitely believe for more. We'll see you. Absolutely. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.